Alrighty, welcome back now to the J Sports Podcast. This is the 143rd episode on Disc Golf Friday. Now, before I get started, I will say eventually sport, uh, the other sports are come back into play. I'm trying to get some things in line of uh, future episodes, but for right now, up until until uh, like football, uh, college, and NFL football start back. Um, I will be doing just Disc Golf Friday and then try to work in some other episodes as time goes on just to make it all work. Um, so, yeah, but uh, I'm much enjoying doing Disc Golf Friday. I've had some good feedback for Disc Golf Friday, so I'm hoping y'all can keep enjoying it. But let's get on into the first topic today, which is just the, how the Pro Tour went. Now into the first topic of today's episode, which is the Pro Pro War and how last weekend's event went, which was the end of an open at the 28th annual Texas State Golf Championship. Um, of course, like I always do, I'm going to go over the MPO winner, and I'm going to go to the FPO winner, and then the top fives and how they went. So, for the MPO winner on that side was Cal Heimberg winning his second event of the year, shooting 33 under. Um, and on the MPO top five, which was, of course, Calvin Alvin Heimberg, 33 under. And then a tie for second, uh, which was Anthony Barilla uh, shooting 27 under, and Joel Freeman shooting 27 under. And fourth place was James Proctor shooting 26 under. And then Alden Harris shooting in fifth, shooting 24 under. Um, which it's like, this, this event, I, di- I didn't watch a ton of it because I was doing some things. But um, this this event, from what I got what I, from like clips and stuff like, like that, it was a very interesting one. And um, and so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how because uh, they're coming on a bye week this week, so um, the next weekend um, for that event. So it's gonna be interesting to see how can they keep this momentum going. To, into, it was a very it was a very kind of back and forth. A lot of people people were rising, and then the next round they dropped, and they kind of kept coming back. So a lot of it, it's kind of just um, there was some wind things going on there. Um, not not a ton from what I could see, but um, but no, normally the weather does play in a factor. Like if you've been playing disc golf long enough, you know that it doesn't really matter how, like what kind of disc you have. The wind, if the wind is blowing um, at a certain certain like, like speed or whatever. Then um, it's gonna affect the disc a lot. There's a lot more to it than what a lot of people think. A lot of people, a lot, a lot of people think the way disc golf is is that you just go out, you throw a disc, and then you move to the next spot and go keep going. 
Well, there's a lot to it in between the nose. Like, there's a lot of strategy into it and stuff like that. That's why I always tell people someone won't make fun of me, I guess, in a way. But, um, and tell me it's all it is is just throwing a disc and blah, 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 blah. But, um, there's a lot more to it. And that's why when I, when I watch these pros, I watch how they, how they do with, with the weather. How, like, what kind of disc selection are they going with? Are they going more understable, overstable, stable? Like, um, and stuff like that, and like maybe because normally I would say the numbers on, on the disc and like what type they, they are, it's kind of because sometimes the numbers on the disc doesn't really matter. Um, and and, and it's kind of interesting to say that, but a lot like a lot of people have said it, and I've kind of come to understand to where let's say you have a disc that's nine five negative one two. Well, that nine five negative one two could easily do the exact same thing as like a nine five negative. Three, one or whatever so it's like sometimes the numbers don't really matter it's kind of the stability of the disc and what type you're throwing uh, that's why i watch very closely of like what their solution is in those situations because i because i desperately needed it a few weeks ago um but yeah it's it's it, it was a very interesting, interesting uh tournament to watch um excited to see what they do um at the next event uh, week, week. Uh, but, but yeah, but um, Calvin Heimberg winning it. Um, congratulations to him. But then, then on to the FPO side of it, the winner of there was Sai Anada. I think is how you say your name. I'm not really sure. Um, shooting any under. But the FPO scores were all, all, probably the best so far. Um, because nobody really shot like the. the in like I always say, base your bag off of FPO because normally there, if uh, if you're a beginner, I would say look more towards an FPO bag than anything, just because of that. I, I can't really say, say enough because that's what I'm having to do now with me. Even though I'm go this, this third year, I'm going into my third year playing disc golf. So, but I'm still my arm speed stuff like that still at where. I don't need to really go anything higher than maybe 10 speed. Um, I'm, I'm just now getting to where like, I can start throwing more 10 speeds. I'm slowly working into it. Um, and at some point, I'm going to start working with 11 speeds and see if, if maybe I can get my arm speed up that, that fast just yet. But um, I think for right now, it's just going to be solely um, like 10s, 9s, 8s, and 7s for my drivers and stuff like that. So... Uh, because like that's I don't need to for, for like at one point last year, uh, I I even see I had I had a disc golf cart, um, and I had I had pretty much every single disc that I'd owned, from ranging from thirteen speeds all the way down to six speed, and I had, I had no idea what I was doing. I was just picking up a disc and throwing it because like I felt confident because I, I was getting these discs a, a, a good distance. Of course, of course, throwing a 13 speed, I was about getting the same thing that I could do with a mid range or a putter, um, which I can now throw at 200 something. Maybe I'd say my maximum maybe with a putter probably 230, maybe a little longer if I can get a hold of it. But it's just that's about max um, and stuff like that. So, but like back 
last year, looking back on it, I kind of wish I'd have bent my bag more off of an FPO bag. Uh, and I'll get more into how my bag was at the uh, in the next topic, but uh, but that's why I always stress, stress base your bag off FPO because it just it's a little bit if you're of course you're a beginner if you're if you've been playing for six seven years on and and on you base your bag however you want like like if your game is um more comparable to a MPO player go ahead and re really you can base your bag off however you want. But, but the way I, I, I like to base my bag is a FPO at the right. right. Once I get more and more better, and then I, start, start, I can start throwing 12s and 13s a lot more, then I can start basing my bag off FPO. Right now, I think F, in FPO, they still throw the 11s and 12s, but, but their bag is a little bit easier for me to base it off of because their, bat, their arm needs... I don't know if I say arm speeds, but like they're, they're, the way their bag is is a little bit more what somebody like me should uh, should look like basically. So, because um, not saying like an FPO is a beginner or anything like that, because these uh, these girls and ladies can they can get their discs about three hundred yard uh, about well, I wouldn't say yard yard three hundred and almost one hundred feet if they can get a hold of it. Well, I'd say. Probably 330 probably was the, the max I've seen. And, and I, I probably just wasn't watching somebody else. But, but from what I've seen, it's, it's about 330 maybe. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong. Um, you can go to my Instagram and correct if I'm wrong. wrong. But um, that's what I've seen. Um, but, uh, but yeah, if, if, if you do have any comments of like, like stuff like correct and, and like adjust and stuff like, like that, just send it to my Instagram, which I'll, which I'll get later. Um, but yeah, but, yeah, but the F, back on topic, um, the, um, the FPO top five is Sanada with 20 under, under. Kristen Tartar, uh, um, shooting 17 under, On Scoggins, um, shooting 16 under, Holland Hollins shooting 15 under, and Katrina Allen shooting 10 under. Um, I didn't really watch much of the uh, FPO coverage. Um, I saw some hot and stuff like like that. I, I didn't watch a ton of it just because their stuff was in the morning and the MPO was in the afternoon. So that's kind of what I watch here. Um, so yeah. Um, but then the event which is going on, it's not this weekend. They're getting a bye this week. But, um, uh, starting next weekend. Um, you'll have the Music City City Open starting April 7th through the 9th um, in Nashville, Tennessee at Mill Ridge Park. Um, watched a little bit of this one last year. If it's the same as last year, it's going to be interesting. Um, I can't wait to watch it. Um, one of the more closer tournaments here in Alabama um, that I can think of. I think one in Georgia, um, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, but I know there's one that's probably the closest one to me. I'll go to Nashville, and if honestly, um, at some point in my life, I'd love to go watch a pro tournament and stuff like that to go there. Um, but so, yeah, now we're going to head on to the second topic of today, which is I'm going to talk about the Magic City uh, Mega Mega for me uh, coming up in a couple weeks. So let's get on into that.
Alrighty, we're now into the second topic of today's episode, which is I'm going to talk about the Magic City Mega Bowl. Um, I've, I've mentioned it the last few weeks and stuff like that, but uh, the Magic City Mega Bowl is put on Dynamic Dis- Iron City. Um, at least here now, I think there's a few others uh, scattered across, but the Magic City Mega Bowl is put on, on by Dynamic Iron City, which is Ben Swam and Mr. Chris Pierce. Uh, um, shout out to them. They're very awesome guys. Um, of course, not sponsored by them, but uh, I would highly recommend going to uh, any of the Dynamic Dust Iron City stores. Um, there's, there's one in uh, Clara here close by my house. Uh, there's one in Homewood, Gardendale, and Trustful, and Jasper as well. Um, so if you're close by any of those locations, or love to go to those locations, um, I highly recommend them. They are very awesome guys. guys. Um, and get a good um, bit of dis- selections. Um, some stores get more than others, but it's kind of just they're, they're trying to spread it out between the five stores and some stuff that, that make it work. Um, they've been doing it um, since they've come to Alabama that long, that long ago. Um, but yeah, back on topic. <laughs> um, but here's Magic City Mega Bowl is April 14th through through the 16th. Um, of course, and I I'm currently in the novice uh, group, just kind of the lo- it's the lowest tier group for the um, um so far. Um, more it's more kind kind of like beginner slash not that experienced players. Even though I'm going into probably my I think ninth tournament I believe. Um, and so I'm very, very much, much forward to it. Um, but it's, that's kind of the novice division is. It's not really, like, like, you got, you've got experienced players, but it's not like, oh, you're a player and you just want to play, play, or you want to, like, like you're up there, like, you're, you're kind of a pro, but not really, and you want to play, play up that way, you're, you're really, really good, and you can throw, it's, it's mainly about, how far can you throw the disc? Because you, because you normally the max distance for most of the novice players is going to be be about 250, 260 maybe. Um, certain things, things. It's like my I'm getting a little bit better with it, or maybe I can start moving up into the division, which I was in the recreational division by accident last year, um, because I somehow got put put into the um, Clint Disc Golf um, League last year, but just by accident, and I, don't, I really don't know how, um, unless I did it by accident and I just didn't realize it, which, which it, there's a good chance, but I don't, I don't think I did. Um, and so, and it said I finished at a certain time and it bumped up my score to where I was somehow put into the recreational league. Which I'm still supposed to be in the um, novice, but since my since my uh, rating was so high, it wouldn't allow me to drop down to the novice group. Um, so I had to play in the in the recreational. It was it was a lot, it was a lot competitive um, in recreational um, at the mega bowl than the novice was. Um, not saying I would have won novice last year, but the way my scores were. Um, I probably would finish a little higher than what I was. Um, my last scores were in the first round was plus twenty two. Um, I was playing, I, can't, I think it's uh, Judge Master Seventh Park up there in Trustful, 
and I'd I'd only I only practiced like the first like five or six holes because I got there a little later and needed to do the things uh, that day that I went to practice. So um, I I didn't play the the whole course I should have. I kind of walked around trying to check out some of the th- uh, some of the holes. Um, just to kind of get the feel for them. Well, and then there, <laughs> there were times where I, I, I messed up a little, a little bit and um, and didn't really know where some of the holes were at the time and, and started throwing the wrong directions. And stuff. So it was, it, it was my fault for not playing the whole course that day where I probably should have and then maybe practiced a little bit more with it. Um, and so, but uh, of course, and this year I'm not, I'm actually not able to play the courses that I'm playing. So I'm gonna basically be going into them blind. So it's gonna be very, very interesting. Um, but from what I heard, um, the courses that I'm playing at this year are um, a little, a lot easier than the ones that I played last year. Um, but they're they're a lot beginner friendly. Um, so maybe um, maybe I can do a little bit, a little bit better this year. Um, but yeah, yeah, but in the second round, I played one of the easier courses last year uh, of the recreational team, uh, the league, with, with plus sixteen. And then I did, uh, so I did six better than I did in the uh, the first round. So it kind of helped my score a little bit, but it was still like at the time plus thirty eight. Um. So like not 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 good, and then um. Then shooting uh, plus nineteen, so I did I did be- better in the last two rounds than I did the first round. Right. Um, and so I, I, overall, I wasn't really happy with my performance, but um, I, I wasn't really like the best player out there. I was more kind of um, I, I was I was I was there, <laughs> but um, it was it was one of those, those things where. Of course, going into it, I knew I wasn't going to win it because I'd only, I'd been playing, I'd already played it all last year. Every, like, I played it at least a couple times a week uh, the before um, last year. Um, but I'd started playing competitively, dis, uh, competitive golf um, that year, last year. Um, and so, I, I wasn't really, like, my form wasn't there. Uh, I was doing more of a standstill, like reaching all the way, all the way back up, up, like up my upper body, and then bring, bringing this forward. Um, and I had, like, I literally, I, I had no idea what I was doing. Doing, I like, I was getting distance, but not enough distance. Um, I'd have some like really good putts uh, at the time to way where um, I, I was feel, feeling very confident. Like, hey, I'm, I know I have these putts to where I can maybe do something. Um, and so, so I was, I was just in my mindset, I was like, okay, I know I'm not, not winning, but at least not, not too terrible. Well, look, looking back on, I didn't do my, my best. I kind of, I kind of let it get to me at, um, for a while to where I'm like, okay, I'm not doing good. I'm, I have no chance of winning its point unless I just get a bunch of aces. That was the only way I could possibly win. Um. So, so, but looking back on it now, I'm very, very happy with uh, with the way I've improved. Um, thank thanks to uh, Robbie C with that one because uh, I played around with him earlier this year, and he kind of 
um, showed me basically how, how I should um, be using my arms and stuff like that. Um, and, and it really has helped out with my form and stuff like that. Um, gotten me more distance. Of course, I'm still needing to work on it a little, a little bit. Um, one, one problem I have is my run. run. I need to kind of work on just kind of simplifying that and then work making everything else work into it. Um, and so that's kind of, kind of just how I need to do that. So from looking at last year's Mega Bowl, looking at looking scores, plus 22, plus 16, plus 19, um, I'm hoping to do a lot better. Even if I shoot over par, I would still like to have higher scores than what I'm looking at now because it's just one one round each each the three days and going from there. Um, but this year, um, on the first day on April fourteenth, I'm playing at Pinson um, Bicentennial Park. Um, I'm over there, and of course, of course, of course, in Alabama. And then um, the second and third day are going to be in Trustful. But one, the second day is on April fifteenth is going to be at Humble Tree Park there in Trustful. And then on the last day, day April 16th, is going to be at Greg Carter Memorial there in Trustville, Alabama, as well. Um, so, very, very much looking forward to this year. Um, I know normally the play player is is amazing. Um, uh, last year, I know I, I bumped up, and I did it this year, too. Um, bumped up instead of getting the normal T-shirt, I bumped up to get the jersey. Um, which is it, it's it's a very nice jersey. I, I still have my one from last year. Wear it every now and then. Um, and then uh, and then it's like you get you get a choice of a, a one or two bags. Um, there was a blue one and a black one. I wish I went with blue one last year, but I went with the, with the black one. Um, and then you get you get a few little little things like you, last year we got a mini marker. Um. And a couple of small, small little things, and then you get the choice of two discs. Um, I've got one hanging currently on my wall, but the other one is just um, on my little shelf that I've got. And um, and and so I, I have no idea what to expect for this year. Cause he doesn't give us any hints or anything like that. He just like uh, pretty much day of. But there's it's like a two hundred value in it, and it's just it's amazing. And so I'm, I'm very much looking forward to this year. Um, I, I can't wait. Um, so hopefully this year, um, this year I can maybe win it. I, I don't know. I, like I'm not getting any guarantees. I'm not that good yet. To, once I get, if I, if I get one win in a belt, it'll be a lot more confidence in my disc golfing ability to where I think I could win. Or, or um, at some point. Probably long down the road, go pro, pro and that would be awesome if I could do that. Um, but I'm keeping it simple right now, and then doing uh, going on from there. So yeah, but now we're gonna head on into the third and the final topic of the episode, which is just our little goodbyes. Alrighty, we're now into the third and the 
final topic of today's episode, which is just our little goodbyes. And um, the last time I checked for my podcast, which is everything is going well, I'm very happy with it. Last time I checked, I'm very cl- close to 600 now. Um, I think I was, I think I said something about last week that it wasn't, but this year, this time, I'm, I actually didn't check last time. Um, but this time, I'm like 580 something total plays, so I'm very close to 600. That, that that's gonna be awesome. Um, my still goal is a thousand total plays by the end of the year. The with the way it's looking, who knows? I might be able to. Um, and apparently, I've got 26 followers. I'm very happy about that too. Um, that, that have my podcast saved and their things. So that's very cool. A lot more people than I really ever thought. Um, uh, maybe some new people along the ways, but I'm very, very happy with all of that. Um, um, like to give a shout out to my sponsor, Disc Golf, and um, Adam over at Galactic Disc Dies. Um, very, very much happy with with the, um with him. He's a very nice guy. Um, you can go to um, com. Check out his. Uh, he's got hats. He's got. Um, he's got all the kind of knickknacks and he's a bunch of custom dyed discs. Um, you can use JMO ten um, to get a certain percentage off of your purchase. Um, that of course that's, that's my little disc discount give out to y'all. Um, but use that over at the disc custom dies after you uh, at the checkout. And you can save save a certain percentage off of your uh, purchase. So, so go over there and support him, um, support the team, um, and that would ver- we would all be very much appreciated of you do- doing that. Um, if you would like to uh, go follow my Instagram for all your updates and stuff like that, go to at jmocbc. That is at jmocbc, or the Instagram for my podcast, which is at jmo sports underscore podcast for all your updates and some stuff like that. Um, so yeah, but um, that's been it for today. Um, I will see y'all next Friday for Disc Golf Friday. So this has been jmo from the jmo sports podcast. And I will see y'all next time.